Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Alex. And you are listening to One Last Breath, an autopsy of awful albums. Where we discuss controversial, bizarre, divisive, and downright abysmal albums. If you were to ask a non-wrestling fan to name three professional wrestlers, their answer would likely in order go as follows. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh-huh. John Cena, mm-hmm. and, of course, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. You're gonna make a... I think The Rock... I don't think people think of The Rock as a wrestler, really. I think they would yeah. probably name The Undertaker or Stone Cold before The Rock. I mean, I, I guess that's... Because yeah, you're not going to think about wrestling when you think about The Rock. Maybe, but... I asked he my, is the most famous wrestler. Yeah, I asked my wife, and those were the three that she... Huh. Yeah. <laughs> the first one she said was, was, uh, was The Rock. And then she was like... Oh, I know two more. What's that uh, dude that's in all the movies now? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna tell you. She's like, Oh, John Cena. And then she was like, Oh, that fucking uh, blonde dude with the weird mustache. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, he's like, kind of sounds like a superhero. She was like, Oh, Hulk Hogan. And then she looked up a picture and she was like, Wait, I was thinking of uh, Doug the Bounty Hunter in my mind when I thought of Hulk Hogan. And I was like, yeah, Okay, I mean, that, that kind of tracks. They're kind of the same person except. One is a piece of shit, and the other one is Doug the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, I mean, he may be a piece of shit. I don't really know much about him. <laughs> I don't really know about Doug the Bounty Hunter, but I, I know too much about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, but either way, those are probably the most popular three. Could be debated. The Hulkster has made numerous film and television appearances. His likeness has been used in multiple video games, action figures, and countless other merchandise and ad campaigns. Like, I was looking, I saw a Hulk burger they used to sell at Walmart. Like, I'm kind like of upset I didn't try that. It looked like shit. Like, it looked like total shit. No, I, I would have eaten it. I need the hell out of that. The Hulk burger. Hell yeah, brother. But even some of the biggest Hulkamaniacs might not know about his one and only studio album, released in 1995 by his band, The Wrestling Boot Band, entitled Hulk Rules. The band features the Hulkster himself on bass and vocals, his WCW, which was his world championship wrestling manager, so I guess he was there after he left WWE. Yeah, um, he was in WCW, I think, before uh, WWF. And then the WWF became the WWE. Uh, Jimmy Hart was definitely in WWE. I remember seeing... um, Something a lot of people don't know about. I like like to watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and there's a lot of, like, Jimmy the Hart. Not Jimmy the Hart. Jimmy Hart. (laughs) Jimmy the Hart. (laughs) Um, Jimmy Hart's, like, all over it, because he, he did, like, Bret Hart, yeah. and the Hart family. Yeah. He was the... Of no relation, though, I saw of that. Of no relation, yeah. <laughs> um, he's arguably... If you asked a non-wrestling fan to name a wrestling manager, they wouldn't be able to name any. But if they could, <laughs> it would probably go in order Jimmy Hart, uh, Mr. Fuji, Paul Bearer. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely... I didn't recognize him by name but as soon as i saw an image of him i was like oh i fucking know this dude like, yeah he was fucking everywhere yeah. in late 90s early 2000s wrestling mm-hmm. and then uh so yeah he was on vocals and percussion and then hart's wrestling theme song so uh jimmy hart and this guy john j mcguire apparently did like most of the wrestling theme songs throughout the 80s and 90s i think Ro- so they all kind of sound the same yeah and also apparently they kind of ripped off which I, I i didn't go into it to check out and make comparisons but according to youtube comments and shit on genius and stuff they apparently kind of just copied a bunch of shit they'd already wrote for other wrestling songs for this album uh, they just I stole mean, direct lines and direct like melodies and shit there's so. only so much you can say about wrestling uh, music this, uh, this album says a lot more says, than you would think. says a lot more than you would think and then lastly uh Hogan's then wife, Lin- Linda Boella, on vocals and percussion. So I'm like, I don't know how accurate that is because it says that there's two different people, or no, three different people, all but Hogan on percussion. I mean, so Slipknot like, does it. <laughs> yeah, this is the wrestling Slipknot. His fucking his wife Linda just bangs trash cans for this for this shit. But a children's novelty album that actually reached number twelve on Billboard Top Kid audio charts in '95. 
but obviously garnered overwhelmingly negative reviews, being banished to obscurity and living on a niche on as a niche part of internet culture I, due to the baffling existence of the album. I can't believe it only hit number twelve because it it came out I mean, in what ninety yeah. five. Yeah, I mean that's kind of past Hulk's prime for. Um, in let's see ninety. Because I mean the eighties, I feel like was prime Hulkamania. Early to mid nineties, uh, Hulkamania came back. Um, there's a really good match that I will probably post a link to on socials when we post this episode of him versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania one. Was that not in? No, 80s? it was WrestleMania one. Uh, this match, there is a match. No, the WrestleMania one I think was him versus Macho Man. Uh, the match I'm thinking of might have been a Hell in the Cell ninety four. Uh, and at that point, Hulk was the WCW or the WWF champion. Mm-hmm. So, like, Hulkamania wasn't as big as it was in the late 80s, but yeah. it was still... Hulkamania ruled for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the man... He, didn't he come back for... ECW? Yeah, where he was, like, the villain Hollywood Hulk or whatever. Maybe. I, I didn't watch I, much ECW. I think it might have been ECW, but you, you've probably seen pictures of Hollywood yeah. Hulk, like he's wearing the all-black outfit. Yeah, but, I mean, Hulk Hogan was... As much as I don't like the man as a man, he's yeah. an incredible performer. I understand why Hulkamania was what it was. Yeah, I mean, he definitely had a very... I guess, likable personality and very uh, over-the-top personality. Yeah, I mean, he was the perfect wrestler. Yeah. Not my favorite wrestler. There are better wrestlers, but, like, he was, at that point, the perfect entertainer for the WWF. Hell yeah, brother. But, I mean, that's that's all I really have for a, for a little intro for us, so um, I guess get into well, your initial thoughts. Well, before we get into initial thoughts, uh, we do need to mention that how I, I, I kind of want to mention how Hulk was discovered as a wrestler because oh, it okay. kind of ties into this album. I don't know if you saw the article that mm-hmm. I saw, mm-hmm. but basically, in the um, like Hulk was sorry, Terry, <laughs> Terry, uh, is his real name. Yeah. So, uh, H- Hogan was in a he was a bassist for a, a punk or a rock band, hmm. uh, in Tampa, Florida, where he's from, and uh, there was a big wrestling scene back then because that was um. Like, underground wrestling and local wrestling was a lot bigger uh, before WWE became this, like, conglomerate superstar. He was a bass player in a band that apparently, according to Hulk, they kicked ass. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't find any I'm recordings sure of it. Right? I couldn't find any recordings of it at all. Mm-hmm. I wanted to listen to it, but it just wasn't there. If someone finds it, please send it to me. I gotta know yeah, if I they w- actually kicked I ass. I wanna hear, hear Hulk kicking ass on the bass. Uh, but apparently local wrestlers... Um, were really into it, and one wrestler came there, like, they just started coming to that bar, and this one wrestler, I don't remember who it was, but he just came to the bar, saw Hulk, and was like, I have to sign this kid. And did Hulk not, did he do wrestling before that? No. Oh? What the He fuck? wanted to be a wrestler, but he didn't. And, but uh, he just loved the personality that Hogan had so much, he's like, we're getting you into wrestling, and he, like, threw him in boot camp. Um, he worked with, uh, I think Hulk's first promotion that he was booked for was with uh jerry lawler okay uh or maybe maybe jr it was one of the guys that went on to be one of the like when you know when you think of wwe announcers or not announcers but commentators you think of jerry lawler and jr i think that's the only two i know by name so yeah um but it was one of those two I, was there, was ever one from Memphis, which I think was Jerry the King Lawler. Okay. Or however you pronounce his last name. Hmm. But yeah, that's how Hulk became a wrestler. So did he did he wrestle in high school? No. Or anything? No, he did thought he wrestling play? was cool. He was um I'm sure he played football or something. I mean No, like, he was a he was a punk. That's so weird. He was just he was like a so nerdy musician. Was he fucking buff already or did he have to I don't think so. I think he had to bulk up. up. I don't know. What the fuck? I could not yeah. imagine Hulk being into punk music like I don't know that it was punk, but he was like he was like a rock and roll kid. I mean, I could see him doing some like ACDC dad rock. Yeah, I think it was more shit. dad rock. I think it was probably punk because like by the time punk really came off, he was already like wrestling. Yeah. But yeah, so like he was a musician before he was a wrestler, and we don't know him as a musician. Well, now we do, <laughs> uh, because yeah. of the album Hulk Rules, which unfortunately better than I wanted it to be. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will better, <laughs> better than I wanted it to be. I mean, out of everything we've listened to so far, well, I'll say out of everything we've listened to that I had previously not heard before. Yeah. So Lulu, well, 
No, not Attila. Attila is better than this. But, yeah, but um, I would rather listen to this than Alien than most Rap of it. or Lulu. Or are those the only? Let's see, Alien Rap, Lulu. I didn't remember what we've covered. I think everything else we Father of All. I would Father definitely rather yeah. listen to this. Than, okay, yeah, yeah. Literally everything, everything else I've heard before. Yeah, everything that we haven't heard before for this podcast. This besides, is number two. Besides Attila, yeah, I, and that's just because Attila is one of the greatest albums ever made, in my opinion. Damn, high praises. <laughs> Go listen to the episode if you haven't. It's a great album. I got a lot more good stuff to say about it. But I, I hate Hulk Hogan as a person. I'm not going to get into, like, what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some pretty serious allegations that I'm pretty sure have been proven against him. I mean, yeah, mo- most people probably do know about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just don't want to <laughs> fucking bring it down by talking about those too much. But, like, I came into this, I'm wanting to be like, <laughs> look at this fucking nerd. Look at Hulk Hogan and think he's big shit. Yeah. This album makes me think Hulk Hogan is big shit. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's the shit, no TP. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, I don't know. It, it started out pretty much how I would expect it to with the yeah. first two songs, because they're both kind of, uh, like we were saying, like ACDC type, butt rock. dad, butt rock, butt rock, kind of glam metal-ish. Yeah, exactly what you would expect I mean, from that. like wrestling theme songs at yeah. the time, like, like the fucking Hell Yeah Brother type shit. So yeah, it starts out with those, and I was like, I mean, you know, this isn't awful, you know, I was thinking, I mean, this, this will probably lose steam, be pretty boring as it goes on, and then it goes to a fucking straight-up rap song yeah, it does some, rapping. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll get into it, but, like, it does a, it, it, um, it ventures into a lot of different genres, yeah, nothing crazy, it doesn't, like, there's no harsh noise, there's no <laughs> experimental hip-hop, there's not a 12-minute prog rock epic, I wish there was. <laughs> that would that be would fucking be amazing. Sick. But yeah, um, it, it touches country, touches like pop kind of ballads, kind, yeah. of, kind of gospel R and B. Yeah, it's it's wild. It kind of plays out like a that's what I call not eighties or nineties compilation. It's it's really like that. That's what I remember the eighties for. Yeah, that's what I call eighties, but done in the nineties. Ten years after. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> it's like an eighties nostalgia album, but released in what ninety four? Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah, it's, it's very. All the styles are very dated. Very dated. Well, I mean, some of it. Some could, of it is like still. Some of it could be. Um, some of it came back in vogue. Like well, this was before the big post grunge movement. Yeah, but I mean, but some of it had already been established. Yeah, so but I mean, post grunge and grunge are very different yeah like that was when molly crew and all of them started trying to do grunge music or even thrash uh, fans like anthrax started trying to do grunge yeah like, like grunge was dead grunge was buried by this point yeah but there's some like post-grunge so, I mean, leanings into it you think and some so? of this there's some of the songs that i could be like, I feel like it's other than the guitar this could be a little post-grungy okay like the vocally there's some post-grunge like feeling hmm okay i mostly got like glam metal from that is very glam i mean metal. at least the songs that are rock based yeah um but i mean this is also a time where after the grunge boom you know green day and the offspring came in and yeah it was a huge pop punk explosion um, this was also this definitely gives no yeah no way and, to but this was also before like people were really listening to like i feel like people's music tastes have gotten more eclectic as time has gone on because music is so much easier to access yeah so at this point in time, like, you really, like, you liked rock, or you liked pop, or you liked metal, or whatever. Yeah, there was, like, few... So, like, I don't... There was some crossover on This album's for... for a lot of people. Yeah. Which I think was which on I mean, purpose. Yeah. I like, mean, definitely. It, like, it's a... It is a a soulless cash grab at its heart. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense, because... I mean, this this album is definitely catered towards kids, so... Yeah. He's trying to reach every, and it's also, dem- every demographic It's also kids. catered towards wrestling fans, which are mostly into rocker country. Yeah. Especially at that point in time. It's de- it's changed now. Mm-hmm. But at that point in time, it was all rock and country. Like, you were... Wrestling was for, like, the southern good old boys. Yeah, essentially. So, but, I mean, give them, give them props. They, they tried to throw some, some sick, nasty raps in there. <laughs> <laughs> They are sick and they are nasty, but they are not sick nasty. All right, so <laughs> yeah, they, they don't hit both, They're one or the other. But I guess before we get into a track by track, I will say this album sounds like it's like I'm listening to it 
on a CRTV, like yeah, the, the audio quality is so bad. Well, but I don't. I, I'll point out specific examples, and you you can if you got any. But... I didn't get any because I don't. I, I I couldn't tell if that was the actual quality of the recording or if yeah. it was the rip. Yeah, that's... and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shout on an album because there's a poor like the only rip on YouTube is poor quality. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but um, it, I I would not be surprised if it's just like that. I don't know. I because there was very specific parts where you could tell it was the mixing. Yeah, that was fucked I up. I might have to buy the CD off Amazon. I mean, it was only... Uh, speaking of Amazon, I did look at the Amazon listing, mm -hmm. and uh, the description calls this the most, possibly the most important album of the 20th century. I'll agree. Uh, sure. It changed lives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Better Than Dirt. Is that the name of the Alice in Chains album? <laughs> but yeah, Better Than Dirt. Better Than Dirt. I agree. It, uh, the it. Concept of Land and the Alice in Chains album. <laughs> the Concept of Land. Eh, that might be going a little too far. <laughs> You're right. It's better than the concept of salt water. Of salt water. Hulkster's in the house. It did make me feel like Hulkster was in my house, which scared me a little. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, oh, God, where's he at? I don't want Hulkster in my house. I can tell you that, brother. <laughs> my walls are drywall. Please do not come in my house. You will break them. Yeah. He'll chug a, chug a monster and eat a Hulk burger and fucking punch a hole right in that drywall. <laughs> uh, I would argue that this is a song that's most of its time. This and kind of american-made like i said the first two songs are really just go right as you would expect for yeah. a wrestling for an album by a pro wrestler um if anybody's name is hulk this is a really killer hype song like if you're just like having a bad day and people <laughs> call you hulk for whatever reason uh a i probably don't want to be friends with you no yeah. offense to listeners named hulk but like <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't get that nickname by being a cool guy yeah i don't uh but two this is your hype song. Go off, Kings. House. Check him out. Check, Check him out. out. Yeah, it's. I'd say it's probably for me the least noteworthy song. In that yeah, album. it's it's like, it's an okay song. Yeah, I mean it, it, um, so, it sounds like a wrestling entrance theme. Yeah, uh, American Made <laughs> is a wrestling entrance theme. America, fuck yeah, brother! Like this is just what this out or this th song is. Yeah, but this is just Hulk's first WWF wrestling theme. Oh, is it? Yeah, this oh. is what he came out like. I, oh, okay. I was like, I know I've heard this. I mean, this. that makes sense. Yeah, like I heard, I was like, I've heard this before. I, where have I heard that? And I looked up. Yeah, it was his first WWF wrestling theme. Okay. Uh, they just threw it on the album, uh, presumably because the album wasn't long enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess that. Also, gives... it was made by Jimmy Hart and the other guy. Yeah, that. I mean, that would give. That makes sense because it would give something for people to be like, oh, well, you know, yeah. I, I like his theme song. Uh, and this was before, um, in the early 2000s, there was um, there was a lot of wrestling entrance compilation theme song, like, tr albums. <laughs> songs, tracks. Songs, tracks, right, albums, whatever. <laughs> uh, I remember listening, uh, one kid in my neighborhood when I was like seven or eight had a compilation CD of a whole bunch of uh, wrestling themes, and it was hmm. so cool. Yeah. But at this point in time, if you wanted to hear the wrestling theme, you had to watch wrestling, and you can't I mean, watch yeah. wrestling every day. Yeah, and then like, I think it was your just favorite, if the wrestler you want to hear is a yeah, because they're not wrestling every time. And yeah. uh, at this point, I think it was really just Raw and WWE. I, this may have been no Raw was definitely out by now. Okay, Raw started in '94, I think, and did, I, did, so did Raw start out as its own thing, and then they made SmackDown and kind of converged it together. Uh, I think so... Raw was always a second channel so to say um mm. for the wwf it okay. was just their friday night show uh that okay. way they could get more so they called it wwf and raw and then i they, think so i'm not it... i'm not completely mm. sure um but i know that raw i think uh raw was more for their like up-and-coming wrestlers too i mean that actually makes sense i think it, name. Like, yeah raw, i think it, raw talent like i'm pretty yeah. sure i've watched some old ones okay. and it seemed like wrestlers that i know now but like they didn't seem like they were doing big based on the pay-per-views i've seen from that same here oh, okay that makes sense but yeah i mean that's a good point because yeah i mean a kid would be like dad mom dad can i get this album you know it's, I, it's I, got I, the holster steam on yeah, it yeah i love this theme song and i mean it's not being played on the radio or yeah you, you not yet you I mean, not yet it probably was after this album came yeah. i could i maybe eh, maybe hope could, not could have been i mean if there was a specifically kids novelty album radio station which uh, we should start been. one Oh, no. uh, hey guys, the podcast is over. We are now a kids' novelty radio station. Yeah. Uh, up next, an hour-long block of Alien Kids. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I've listened to an hour-long block of Alien Kids. It's called The Album. 
I mean, yeah, but <sighs> could you imagine just just turning someone turning on the radio one day and it's like they just hear the intro like oh we're we're ninety one point seven four kids something and then just fucking alien rap starts playing. I think I would throw my radio out the window. But yeah, American made good song. Yeah, the solo kind of rips in it. Honestly, kinda, it's it's a good song. Yeah, like wrestling I mean, themes are quality. Music. Yeah, but I just I just like how the whole song just reiterates that he's American. Like we want. Uh, he is American. Like we want to fucking know that. Uh, doesn't it also man. like what else could he be? Does it? American? Is this the first time that it, on the album that it mentions him? Be, like in California, I forget if California's mentioned the song or not. I but uh, know, this I album, the next song mentions yeah, it. this album know. has a big theme of trying to make you think that Hulk is Californian. Uh, when he is not, he is from Tampa, Florida. Yeah. What? I, I didn't even... I, I understand. Was... I would also be embarrassed to be from Tampa, Florida. Ain't shit in Tampa. Uh, nothing but disrespect to our Tampa listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Please get out of there while you still can. What, what, what do they even call people from Tampa Bay? Tampa... Tampons. Tampanians? Tampa... Tampanians? I don't even uh, know how... I don't know. Uh, Hulksters? Tampico? Tapatio, I don't fucking sure, know. Fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, I didn't even think about that because I knew I didn't know that he was from Tampa. I knew that he was from Florida, but yeah, why the fuck did they try to sell? Yeah, him well, for because he's Hollywood Hulk Hogan. But this was before he was. No, he was Hollywood was Hulk that? Hogan was an early name too. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Uh, I am for some reason the resident wrestling expert. Apparently, I mean, it, it, I feel like it could have. They might have played into that also because. Reagan was a president at the time, and he was from California, so they were like, fuck, mm, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, brother, America, Reagan, hell yeah. Uh, Which now I feel like Hulk Hogan would be embarrassed to say he's from California, because he's probably like, oh, liberals are in California. They're turning the freaking California gay. <laughs> oh my god, they, they're they fucking vegans out there. Like, yeah. My Bud Light is gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, Hulkster's back. The first star of the album. This one, like, it it, it almost got me. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I mean, it did get me on repeat listens, but I managed to keep a straight face until a song we'll get to later. But, yeah, just at the beginning when the girl's like, oh my god, and, and the fucking valley girl accent. It's, yeah. It's like, check out the pump, brother. <laughs> um, it's it's the first time we hear Hulk Hogan rapping. Yeah. And probably the first time we hear Hulk on the album at all. Unless he plays... I don't know what song he played bass on. But he I, was credited with bass. I would imagine probably on all the rock songs, possibly. Yeah. Because I feel like all the rap songs, the bass lines just sound like they've been sampled from something. Yeah. Um, I will say that the synth part in the chorus is literally just Maneater by... Um, Hollow Notes. I don't know that one. Uh, she's a man eater. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll eat you up. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, well, it was in a... I remember it was in a commercial for, like, Google Docs at one point. <laughs> but the census goes, da-da-da-da-da. Hmm. Um, and that's also... I'm pretty sure that's Blame It on the Rain by Millie Vanilli, too. <laughs> Could be. I mean, that would... That would make sense. If I they, think if like they ripped something from Millie Vanilli. This is '95, so yeah. Hall Notes and Millie Vanilli were both like not famous anymore, but like still yeah. in the collective consciousness. I'd say especially Millie Vanilli. Especially Millie Vanilli. <laughs> like this was not long after their scandal. I don't think. Yeah, and then I mean, this like we were saying earlier, this album kind of feels like it's trying to be '80s and the yeah. '90s. So you know, them being behind the times with <coughs> with sampling or. Ripping Millie Vanilli would, would be pretty expected, but yeah, I feel like this is where the novelty or the album starts to go into novelty territory. Yeah, it's very novel. Man. Yeah, like it, it really threw me off. Like I said, because the first two songs are just standard, and I was like, okay, this is yeah, what I'm sitting here like the whole album. Hell yeah, I'm getting a cool rock album. Yeah, like not not bad, but you know, I would, I'm, I'm glad I went into this novelty territory because I feel like from here on out, all the songs that really just are out of left field are the reason I would rather listen to this album over, like yeah. I said, the ones we've, we've yeah, the first to two for the podcast. Fine, but like, yeah, like the novelty's great. Yeah, if that was the whole album was like the first two, I'd be like, okay. It'd like, be it'd be a middling album. Yeah, it, just... it wouldn't be as easy to talk about. So yeah, um, you have anything else to say for Hulkster's back? Uh, um, I don't think so. Oh, except we do need to clarify: it is about him returning, not about 
his back. Oh, not about his back. It's not about. It's not about Hulk's back. Hmm. Uh, that'd be a very different song, I think. Check out the pump, brother. Check out the pump. <laughs> there's there's a lot of good lines from that song. Yeah, I had to stop myself from only using lines from that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, wrestling boot traveling band. This like you get a rap song with Hulk Hogan, then you get a straight up fucking. Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett sounds. Yeah, Jimmy. Like, I was gonna say Jimmy Buffett. Like it, it literally sounds. It gives me the vibes of uh, it's five o'clock somewhere, which is Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, or yeah. Um, also kind of toes by the Zach Brown Band. Yeah, like it has like that beach country. It's like beach cut. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes me feel like I'm on a beach with the little. Uh, I guess is that a organ? Maybe a MIDI organ? Maybe. Whatever, MIDI keys, something. Yeah, some kind of MIDI keyed yeah. instrument. Or maybe like a steel drum. I, I think I heard some steel drum in there. I think so, yeah. So it really is trying to give off that tropical feel, which I noticed in this album, especially when Hulk's rapping, he all, he keeps mentioning the beach. Do you know what that is? Like, was that a thing with his... I, have, I don't remember anything <laughs> like that. Uh, I mean, I guess like it's the whole... Hollywood, like, I mean, he was obviously a very, very artificially tanned man. I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, and he wore, a, like, a Speedo. Yeah. I guess that kind of is. In the ring. He's, like, people pumping iron on the fucking beach and their Speedo, like, with their fake Watch hands. the pump, brother. <laughs> Check out the pump, brother. Um, <clears throat> it's just, like, vaguely about being in the band that made the album, which is a weird concept for a song. Yeah, this, like, all the other ones are lean into Hulk bragging about random shit or other people talking about how cool Hulk is or yeah, like or, it's all or the Hulkamaniac Hulkster. Like, yeah, it's like it's all, all about, about him. About Hulk and his fans. And this one is just like, Man, it's really cool to be in this band. <laughs> yeah, this band that fucking made one. I, I'm going to send you a postcard and I'm going to flirt with this girl that came to our show, but she thinks the bassist is cute. <laughs> oh, that was one of my lines, yeah. Uh, and the bassist is uh, probably Hulk Hogan. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that just... That's the one part in the song where they like mention Hulk Hogan mm. but don't mention him. Yeah, that just tells you how self-absorbed he is. It's like, yeah, brother, throw in a line about how I'm cute. I, I mean, honestly, this is a song that I might throw on, like, a playlist, though, honestly. It's really not bad. Like, a, like a party playlist. I'm trying to get, like, like country songs together for With it. the boys in the band. I wonder which one's singing this. Like, if it's a... This one specifically on Genius said featuring Jimmy Hart. Okay. So maybe that means So that... maybe Jimmy was the one singing for this one. And then the, uh... So do you think that would mean, uh, what's-his-face sung all the other ones uh, i have no idea the his partner and yeah i mean i guess that would make sense because this is i feel like the male voice that's not hulk hogan and all the other songs sounds the same except yeah. for this song yeah and this and one is a one. um an obviously like country yeah and um well the other guy would have also been but like uh Hart is from he was billed as being from Memphis. I think he's from somewhere in the surrounding Mississippi. Yeah, but he was billed. I think he moved to Memphis before he started wrestling because he was a wrestler before he was a manager. Mm, the mouth of the South. He was the mouth of the South. Oh yeah, and I guess it is worth mentioning that uh, both Jimmy Hart and uh, oh well, the Jimmy, other guy, Jimmy Hart and the other guy, they were in uh, the Gentries, which was a band from. From Memphis, so I guess he, yeah, he might I, have moved to Memphis. Yeah, I had never heard of the Gentries. I mean, they um, said they only had one. one hit, uh, but they had a hit. So, best, like, it feels like I would have heard of them. Best known for their 65 hit, Keep On Dancing. Uh, maybe I've heard the cover. song and I just don't know it. Uh -huh. I don't know. I didn't have time to listen to it because I found this out, like, last night at 11 p.m. or something. And I was mm -hmm. like, I gotta go to bed. It says they're still active, but the last album they released was in 70, so... Um, they're they're working really hard for another album. <laughs> yeah. Local metalcore band. Be like, <laughs> big things big, coming. Big things coming. <laughs> um, bad to the bone. Oh wait, I had one. More oh, thing you had to one mention. more thing to say about wrestling boot traveling band. Yeah, this is one of my uh, real instance of. I mean, the audio has been bad throughout the whole album already, <laughs> but the first real instance instance is on this song where like every time he pronounces s it's so it clips so bad oh i didn't, like, you didn't notice, notice it no yeah it's like sincerely like it, it just clips the audio so bad and it, it, it just th threw me off <laughs> which i mean you know s's tend to do that but yeah it, it was like really bad it, it sounded like the audio fucking peaked really bad every time he he said an s sound 
Which was a lot in the song. Yeah, he did say that's <laughs> a lot. Uh, Bad to the Bone, it's just another butt rock filler song. Yeah. There's another, nothing special. Yeah, it's just pretty much, hell yeah, cranking my hog. <laughs> the theme song. <laughs> hell yeah, cranking the hog. <laughs> cranking the hog, cranking the hog. <laughs> dun, dun. But I was really shocked that this wasn't a cover of Bad to the Bone. Like, yeah, I, I was like, okay, I, do I get to hear Hulk Hogan sing Bad to the yeah, Bone? Like, that'd be, that'd that'd be cool. Yeah, that would, that would, I mean, I'd I enjoy that. Yeah, I would enjoy it better than this. And this is just a boring song. Yeah, um, not really much to say about that one. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. <laughs> this is the catchiest song in the album. Yeah, it, it, it is fucking catchy. It, it has like kind of 90s Disney vibes to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like this could have been in the go a Goofy movie or something like that. I would have that. loved this if this was in a Goofy uh -huh. movie. The Hulksters movie. The Hulkster movie. I'd watch a Hulk-based Hulk, uh, Disney movie. Yeah, I would too. Especially if this song was in it. Yeah. Yeah, the bass line in this song kind of slaps Yeah, the too. bass line rips. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, uh, it's a very positive song, too. It's like, yeah. oh, you want to be a Hulkamaniac? Yeah, you gotta love your family and friends. Eat your vegetables, take your vitamins. Oh, and if the if the dealer tries to push on you, brother, you know what to do. Which I mean, he doesn't tell punch you punch him in do. the jaw. Yeah, probably. Like, I'm you, assuming. You I'm assuming you suplex him. Yeah, you just tell them you're a Hulkamaniac, and they'll leave you alone. I wanna be a Hulkamaniac, <laughs> suplexing my drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, real Hulkamaniacs don't do marijuana, brother. The devil's lettuce. And the, but, wasn't Hulk, like, caught doing coke? I mean, probably. Like, probably more than I, once. I think so. And then, yeah. I mean, he's obviously done t tons of fucking steroids, so. Yeah. Yeah, but but marijuana is bad, brother. But this is another instance of, um, on the third verse especially, the, the looping bass line, uh, it would get really fucking loud at the peak of it. And then, like, when it descended back down, it would get almost unaudible. It was so bizarre, like, whenever I was, uh, listening with one earphone in at work, I thought I noticed it, but I, that's, that's why I was like, I need to, you know, see if, uh, the audio is still shitty with two headphones in. Yeah. So when I listened to it last night, I was like, holy shit, like, this, it, it just made my head feel weird. Like, it tried, it seemed like it was trying to do that thing. Uh, where, it was uh, the first, uh, chance of binaural audio. <laughs> 8K audio. 3K audio. But, 3K, yeah. 3D audio. Yeah, it was like. It seemed like he was trying to do the thing where, you know, it pans from left to right, kind of swirling yeah. around your head, hey, uh, but it failed at it. If anybody knows how to make those 3D audios, please do one for this song. Do it for this whole album. It'd be so cool. I'd yeah, listen to it every day. Somebody, whoever has the master tracks of this, needs to just... 3Dify it. Yeah, someone needs to get them and then just have somebody that actually knows how to mix an album to, yeah. <laughs> to remix this album. Yeah. And then re release it on vinyl, I'll fucking buy it. I would buy a vinyl of Hulk Rules. But yeah, could you imagine, like, what variants could come for the color of this vinyl if this was a vinyl, like... God, I um, would want one... I would want um, it actually to just be a clear vinyl with Hulk on it, and the hole is where his butthole would be in Hulk's <laughs> ass. <laughs> what the... Like, the fucking... Would, would the... Uh label be like the rim of his ass yeah okay and um i the the sticker wouldn't be round it would be shaped like underwear okay um and i would want them to rename the album to holster's backside backside well holster's back but the side a and side b would be right underneath it so it just looks like Hulker, holster's backside a <laughs> backside a yeah i was i was imagining something more simple but i was imagining like at the top you know some uh artificially tan orange color and then uh, his then he have like a yellow waistband with red trunks. Red, red, red speedo, I think. Yeah, I would love yeah. that. Like um, so, the colors playing. Also, the uh, or also there could be another variant where it's his um, it's like his hair color. So it's blonde, and then there's just this big bald spot. <laughs> because yeah. Hulkster had a huge bald spot. Yeah, he did. It was like really embarrassing when he would take his bandana off to wrestle. Yeah, he was only like in his <laughs> like he wasn't that old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Very good. Beach Patrol. This bass line also kind of slaps in this song, which I saw that it was, um, I don't think, it, I, it wasn't on Genius. It was somewhere had stated, like, a wrestling Wikipedia. Yeah, it was wrestling Wikipedia stated that this is a sample yeah. from Tidal Tempest from, uh, the album Sonic the Hedgehog Boom, which is a, the CD release of Sonic CD soundtrack. Yeah. Sonic CD was originally called Sonic Boom. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, okay, so you saw that too. I went and listened to, I didn't listen to all of it because the only one I could find on YouTube was like a 20 minute ver Like, you know, I guess it was just, yeah. so I didn't really know where it started and where it ended yeah, before I mean, it looped again. So I couldn't, I was trying to find, but I don't know, nothing on it to me sounded like Beach Patrol. I, I, I forgot to listen to it. Yeah, so but, I, mean, um, I couldn't find it. But if, if true, then, I mean, big that, if also, true. That, that also tracks that they would yeah. sample Sonic the Hedgehog in the mid 90s. Yeah, so. I mean, it was a 93, like, video game soundtrack, mm -hmm. which I I don't even know if anybody bought video game soundtracks in the 90s, except for, like, they were really big in Japan. Yeah, but... Um, but video game soundtracks didn't get big in America until, like, the vinyl revival. Yeah, because I've never, never really seen any video game soundtracks on CD. I have I one I mean, video it, game soundtrack on CD. I have this uh, Final Fantasy X soundtrack on CD, okay. but it's a Japanese release. Mm. I mean, I've seen some come with... Like a pre-order yeah. of a game, but you know, I've never been at a um, CD store and seen yeah. a section for video game soundtracks. Uh, speaking of video game soundtracks, just a uh, call it to listeners. If any of you guys have the CD that came with Comic Zone for the Genesis, I'll I'll buy it from you. <laughs> Please let me. I want that so bad. You want it? It slaps? I have no idea. You have no idea? I have no idea. It's just a, a CD that came with the Comic Zone soundtrack. I think it's just like music from a, a real band. Oh, really? It's yeah. It's not like the music that's... No, it's the... not the music from Comic Zone at all. Oh? Well, as far okay. as I remember. Um, huh. Oh, sorry, so you, that was a weird... you used to have it? No, I never had it. Oh, okay. Uh, but it? I've heard... I, I haven't even listened to it. I just know of it. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Sidetrack. I just like collecting shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, this song is just about him, like, Hulk defending women and threatening I... to beat up, which is... Very ironic. Very ironic if you know what Hulkster did. Exactly. Like, he's... I mean, at the same time... He's done for the opposite. He's done for being the other part of yeah. that scenario. Yeah. It, it's weird. Like, I guess he's talking about finding a girl at the beach, but then when other dudes are trying to flirt with her, he's like, back off, brother. Respect her. Like, all this shit. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like you just No said, means no unless it's said to me, brother. <laughs> but yeah, very odd. And then they also... Uh, him along with... Uh, the female vocals in the background keep saying, whoop, there it is, over and over. <laughs> yeah. Which is another, I don't know when that song came out, but I... Uh, I want to say 92, I was going to say, like, a little earlier than Like, this. early 90s. It yeah. was not cool anymore. Yeah. Just, uh, just, whoop, because it was cool it for, like, exactly three months or something. <laughs> but, yeah, just, just another thing where they try to cash in on some quote-unquote trends yeah. to, to try to make this album relevant. Uh, Hulk's the one. Oh God! It's it's a love song about you guessed it. Rock, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> no, it's it's about Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Randy's the one. <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's funny he got his wife to sing a song that he probably wrote about. Um, also, the most uninspired song on the album. Like it was, he didn't even give her like a a song that was like cool and interesting. Yeah, it's just a very generic. It's a Millie Vanilli song. Yeah. This is that. every Millie Vanilli song. Mm -hmm. It's a very generic sort of R&B pop song. Like. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not good. Yeah, it's actually. It's like, I mean, it's, it's passable, but it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Hulkster in heaven. Dear Lord. Um, I didn't actually get any notes about the song. Like, I know, like, it's a, it's a. You didn't get any about it? I had notes about it, and then I deleted them all because I found something on Genius that I have to read verbatim because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, Lord. So should I get my thoughts out first? Yeah, like, I mean, I'll go ahead and, like, I remember that it's just, like, it's a sad song about someone dying. It's, like, it's like a country, almost. Like, the way, it, the way it's vocally written is, like, one of those country grief songs. Like, yeah, like a very deadpan, but, like... Yeah, like, it's kind of it's like, um, really he stopped loving her today kind of shit. Yeah, and then, but then it has, like, fucking gospel Yeah, it's like a gospel... It's like if, um, Johnny Cash did a gospel song about his best friend dying. Yeah, Which but, would be sick. I wish Johnny Cash had done that. I mean, he probably has. He, probably. This man's probably released over, like, 2,000 songs. Yeah. Anyway, it would have been better than this. Yeah, but... Yeah, like I said, this is the one that broke me. Like, I managed to keep a straight face through this whole album, but as soon as... Yeah, uh, this one broke me. Yeah, as soon as the background vocals come in, and they're like, heaven, 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 and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening like, right now? You, hired a whole church choir. Yeah, and it's it's just so melodramatic, and 
and the, the the midi flute in the beginning. Yeah, my biggest complaint is that the church choir they hired wasn't the one from the church that we grew up going to, because it'd have been cool to hear some of the people we know on this album. <laughs> That'd have been sick. Like, like we'd be able to distinguish, like, oh, that's my boy uh, David. That's my boy. That's my girl Mildred. <laughs> She's hitting the high note on there. No, yeah, you'd know if it was Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this when I saw the track listing, I I, I was very much anticipating the song when like, i first heard it well see about? when i first heard it i thought it was about hulk dying which yeah. is funny because he's not dead yet yeah exactly and That's... like i wish he had been at this point <laughs> but he wasn't yeah uh, so i was like did hulk really just make a song about him dying but so no i will I'll, I'll tell you i found out exactly what the song is about oh okay uh, that is uh, so in one of many dubious stories this is verbatim from a genius annotation dubious uh hogan claimed that this song was written about an ill child that he visited prior to SummerSlam 92 at wembley stadium in london england according to hogan he met the child in the hospital the day before the event and arranged for him a front row seat when the event rolled around however hogan supposedly looked out to the crowd saw an empty seat and knowing the child had died was inspired to write this song uh, this tale is made even more bizarre by the fact that Hogan did not wrestle at SummerSlam 92. Uh, that SummerSlam was headlined by Davey Boy Smith and Bret Hart. Also, he wasn't even in England uh, he wasn't even... during that time. No, he didn't even go to that SummerSlam. What the fuck? So, so he just completely bullshit. Yeah, he just story. made up a story about a dead kid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't fucking know. So do you think he... He or Jimmy Hart or whoever wrote the song first and then he made up Yeah, I'm the assuming story, the song or... was wrote and he was like, man, I need a reason. I know. So then I why, know. Then why the f it's about this boy that I saw at Wembley Stadium and SummerSlam. Like, at least lie about a SummerSlam in England that you were at. Exactly. Because I know you wrestled in a SummerSlam. Say that it was a WrestleMania. Yeah. There are plenty of fucking WrestleManias that you wrestled at, Hulk. Yeah, literally. Why SummerSlam 92? Yeah, so specific. I mean, I kind of understand at that time. It's been three years. A lot of people aren't going to remember that Hulk Hogan wasn't. But, like, yeah. it's 20 I mean, years I, later. Yeah, I mean, obviously, until the internet became more yeah. established, people probably didn't realize, like, oh, wait, he didn't even fucking yeah, He wasn't even that, like, in England for yeah. that SummerSlam. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> there was no war in Bossing City. <laughs> there was no Hulk in Wembley Stadium. <laughs> it's a government lie. But that's so, like, what What made them write this song? If I have no, because, yeah, no like, at first, in reality. at first I thought it was about Hulk Hogan, then I listened to the lyrics again, I'm like, it can't be. I have to look up the genius lyrics, I have yeah. to see what this is about. And I read this, I'm like, my notes are done. I fuck my notes. Yeah. I, this is what I'm putting down, I'm reading this. That's so... I mean... It's honestly the most interesting thing about this album. Yeah, because, like, I mean, if, if it's not anyone, it's like... They didn't do it to make you sympathize. I mean, maybe to sympathize with Hulk to be like, oh, he he tried to give a dime. He lost front Sam. Row. Yeah, he like, tried to give him front row seats. All this shit. I don't know. That, I don't know. It's fucking... <laughs> Either way, that that. I wish like... I had found the actual interview where he said that. I want to know what mm. other bullshit he said in that interview. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Uh, so um. After my book about alien kids come out, I'm writing a book <laughs> titled uh, The Lies of Hulk Hogan, where I will go through and uh, write down every lie he's ever told in an interview. That will be the biggest chapter, The, the Hulkster in Heaven. Yeah, that's going to be a separate book, actually. It's called Hulksters in Heaven, The Lie That Broke Me. Hulkstergate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to have to write a book one day if I keep fucking saying this show. Yeah, someone's going to hold you to it. Please don't hold me to it. I'm barely literate. <laughs> You'll write a book in exchange for a Comic Zone CD. Yeah, I will write a, I will write this book in exchange for a Comic Zone CD and someone to get this out on vinyl. <laughs> I don't care if it's a bootleg. That's a fair price to ask. <laughs> yeah, Hulk rules. Um, this is the final track on the yeah, album. The, the long-awaited title track. <laughs> it's the most fucking boring on album, song on the album. Yeah, literally the uh, Hulk is in the house. Yeah, Hulk is in the house and Hulk rules are the two most. Eh, bad to the bone as well. This one could have actually been cut from the album, though. Mm -hmm. Also, this wasn't the title track in Europe, where this because uh, this album was released in Europe in '94. Uh -huh. I forget what it was called. Let me look that up. Oh yeah, it was under a different title, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I think it's kind of funny. I just realized this because I think here, let me see. That okay, was it was the... originally released in Germany as American Made, which would have been okay. a better album title, and they could have just not had Hulk Rules on it. The mm -hmm. song sucks. Yeah, it's 
the saxophone solo at the end kind of goes a little hard though. The saxophone solo is kind of real. Gives me like that uh like '90s sitcom vibes. And it fucking. What's the deal with saxophones? <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> I can't do a Kramer impersonation. But um... and now I just want to see like Jerry Seinfeld and Hulk Hogan doing like Hulk Hogan as Kramer. <laughs> oh god! Can you imagine him? Like, busting in the door like Kramer does, but it's just folk. You fucking bust in the door and it just comes off the hinges. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Fuck your drywall, Jerry. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's, it's funny, too, because whenever the saxophone came came in, the audio clipped again so bad. Like, it was, it was kind of quiet, and then the saxophone just, like, and it just fucking, like, started... It's just so yeah, loud. It's, it's such a poorly mixed <laughs> album. Like, Jesus Christ. It's, like, so grating to the ears. But yeah, I think it's it's kind of weird because the three most just boring, ins insignificant songs are the first song, the I guess kind of the middle track, "Bad to the Bone." And the last track, yeah, yeah. Cause, it's like a shit sandwich with some good condiments. Yeah, it's like the the very beginning and the middle are all kind of shit, and then all the rest is like actually. It's the, like Wonder Bread expired spam and then like the fanciest cheese vegetables and sauces you could buy dijon mustard oh great poupon oh no not not the great poupon the great poupon have you this is a side note but have you ever seen that uh that video where it was when obama was first running for president oh yeah where they were trying they were to like him over him for doing it's like he's not a real american citizen it's fucking mustard yeah who, who puts was it great poop on or was it, it, it dijon? was dijon yeah. yeah it's like who put who puts dijon on a hot dog what the fuck or I on put, a burger or whatever the fuck it i was. think it was just a sand i think it was like a like a sub oh it was just a sub it's like i put dijon on sandwiches what the fuck yeah I don't it's know. a good mustard yeah what the fuck i don't know the same people that think pepper is spicy. <laughs> notable, notable lyrics. Uh, I got, I got, I only got two. You only got two. That's that's a surprise. Because uh, I, I, I didn't want them all to I be mean, from the same song. Yeah, I mean this this whole album as a whole could probably have at least thirty. <laughs> different. Yeah, but I got two ones that I really wanted to um, mention. Uh, the first one is from Hulkster's Back. Okay. Uh, check out that vein on my tricep. Yeah, that was a good one. Is like right at the very end he throws yeah. it in. I was just saying, like, okay, this song is kind of goofy. It's like, check out that vein on my tricep, brother. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Yeah, and then, oh, I got that. Um, I also included the beginning part right before that line, where right before he says, look at that new vein on my tricep, he says, training prayers and vitamins. <laughs> he just he, he says that multiple, TPV. He says it multiple times throughout the album. He says it in Hulkamaniac when he's talking about, like, the real Hulkamaniacs. They, yeah. They train say their prayers and take their vitamins <laughs> but yeah just like training prayers and vitamins Ooh, look at that new vein of my tricep <laughs> it's, it's so weird and then i got a we said this earlier she heard the band play last night and she thought the bass player was cute <laughs> from the wrestling boot tribe one band <laughs> uh my second my other one is uh his 24 inch pythons are loaded up tonight <laughs> Um, Which one's that from? It's from Hulk Rolls. Oh, okay. Uh, the the song is so boring. It took like my fifth listen to hear that, <laughs> and I was like, I I gotta write that down. Yeah, that's a good one. I got from a Hulkamaniac, or I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Always go swimming with a buddy. <laughs> did you Did you catch? Yeah. That? <laughs> Thanks, Hulk. I mean, it's uh, listen. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. It's just good, solid advice. Except for like, no weed, like. Smoke weed. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Kind of smoke, smoke the dang Some weed. drugs are fine. Just like be careful and <laughs> only do the cool ones. Only do the cool ones. Like meth. Yeah, that's a cool one. But and then from a uh, beach patrol, had my radio set to a rap rap station. <laughs> what did it say? Rap rap. Yeah, I heard he, rap rock. No, no, no. He literally just says a rap rap station. I know. One time he says rap rock. No, he only says rap rap, and then the second verse he says heavy metal. Oh. He says to a heavy metal station. Because one is a rap rock station. No, the first verse. That's he... less cool. I thought he was over here listening to Limp Bizkit. This is before Limp Bizkit, though. This would have been like Rage. It was like the only rap rock. Rage Against the Biscuit? Rage Against the Biscuit. Limp Machine. <laughs> limp Machine. <laughs> I think you could call Hulk Hogan a limp machine now. <laughs> but, um, he, no, he's so out of shape now. Yeah, but he literally, no, he just says, had my radio set to a rap rap station. <laughs> Dude, you could have said rock rap. Or he, it would have been cool. Or he could have said. Or rap rock, or rap metal. Or he could have said, like, a, 
a cool rap station or a a fun rap station. Like, like gangster just, rap, gangster rap station. Yeah, just rap rap station. <laughs> rap rap. <laughs> okay. And then uh, my last one is from Hulkster in Heaven. This this is what made me think that um, it might have been about Hulk dying because it was it says you used to tear your shirt, but now you tear my heart. Yeah, like. <laughs> It's like and, uh, the Hulkamaniac. Do you know how hard it is to tear a shirt? Yeah, I don't. I don't think this. Like little... I've used tearaway shirts, and they're still not the easiest <laughs> thing to rip. What if you use tearaway shirts? I think I did it like as as a fun thing in a in, like a theater class at one point. Oh, okay. And yeah. there's just like a spare tearaway shirt. Okay, I don't fucking try this out. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I just I, I'm regular, a wrestler. I just thought in your everyday life you were yeah, just, I just like, fuck it. I'm just at work and I'm like, man, you know, it'd be really cool. Crip. <laughs> you're like, check out the pumps, brother. <laughs> check out this new vein on my tricep. <laughs> I don't know what, when. What was the other one? The fucking uh, pythons. The 20 inch pythons. <laughs> His 24 inch pythons are loaded. I don't know why I'd be ripping off my shirt to show off my. My arm muscles. I don't know, but yeah, because yeah, like what a fucking terminally ill elementary schooler is gonna be ripping off their shirt. Like, it's hard. It's not easy to rip off a shirt. Yeah, I don't um, know. But yeah, that's all I got for. Which I mean, like I said, there could be about fifty different. Yeah, like you, you have you have to album. listen to this album to really understand the like absurdity of some of this shit. Exactly. You got, you got uh, three favorite songs? Uh, three favorites. Uh, I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac. Mm-hmm. Wrestling Boot. Okay. And, I mean, American Made. It's just solid. It's, okay. It's just a solid wrestling intro theme. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that they included it on the album. Yeah. I got I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac, of course. I got um, Hulkster's Back. <laughs> the the famous rap song. And then um, I got Hulkster in Heaven. I mean, it's shitty, but... Just the sheer absurdity of it. It's like so I, weird. I just, I just love it. Do you love it more now that you know the story behind it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I thought it's funny going to the con- like I had to go to the individual song for some of these on YouTube because I wanted to read the comments and it is funny. Everybody was like, "Please play this at my funeral. Please tell my family I want this at my funeral." A real. Uh, I want, I want my tombstone to have this uh, tape embedded in it. <laughs> yeah. So that everyone knows that I am a Hulkamaniac, and there is a Hulkamaniac, and along with my family and friends, of course. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe just me. (laughs) I don't know about the rest of our family. (laughs) Or friends. I have some friends that no, none of my friends are Hulkamaniacs. They're uh, smart wrestling fans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My brothers were probably Hulkamaniacs. Your brothers were probably Hulkamaniac. I don't know about anymore. I don't. Actually, I know for sure that. I feel like I feel like one of them definitely liked Randy Savage more. Yeah, I and there think. was there was a Randy Savage Hulkamaniac rivalry. Okay, maybe I, I know I know Tyler's favorite was uh, uh, Ric Flair. I uh, I do love Ric Flair. That, that's all I know. Woo! Yeah, and then, but yeah, they're probably confirmed Hulkamaniacs. Confirmed Hulkamaniacs. And then uh, you got you got your least favorite songs. Uh, my least favorite. I mean, Hulk rules, yeah. Bad to the Bone, and the Hulksters in the house. Yeah, I accidentally wrote Hulksters back, but yeah, I meant to write Hulkster in the house. Yeah. My, my three are exactly the same. Yeah, like, like they're, like we just, not, they're just so boring. There's yeah. nothing special about them. And they're not bad yeah, songs. Yeah, they're not awful. Like, they're just, know. they could have been cut. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an EP. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have to be It could have been his, uh, the EP before um, to, to get people hyped for the song. I have, I have a complaint on the album that actually just came to me. Okay. I wish there were more features of like other wrestlers. That would have been cool. Like, it would have been so cool to hear, yeah. like, um, at this point, Stone Cold. This is, I think this was, I can't remember if Stone Cold had just done his famous, like, Austin 316 thing, and I don't remember if that was 94 or 96, so these are right before, right after, like, Stone Cold was coming up, it would have been cool mm-hmm. to hear Stone Cold do some stuff, mm-hmm. um, Jake the Snake Roberts would have been a really cool feature, mm-hmm. uh, Vader, The Undertaker, yeah, there were some really cool wrestlers at this point that I would have loved to hear some shit from Kane, the mayor of Knox County. Yeah, I mean, I, they probably would have uh, made it peak higher than 12 if other wrestlers were yeah. People would have been like, oh shit, like, you know, get to see all my favorite wrestlers, I guess, rapping or something. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what, what they would be doing on here. I'm but... assuming Jake the Zave Roberts would have been singing gospel. He, he was a born-again <laughs> Christian at this point. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he could have... I'm, did... I'm not going to get into the Jake the Zave Roberts lore, but it's interesting. He, he could have did the backing uh, singing for, for Hulk's uh, Hulk in Heaven. Heaven yeah. yeah. Give it a little more, even more gospel flair, but... Uh, which, along the lines of uh, more wrestler albums and wrestler features, John Cena also has an album. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that was when he was uh, his shtick was that he was a rapper. 
Yeah. I remember yeah, I remember watching John Cena in that. I think that was his second shtick, maybe. But it was definitely the shtick that got him famous. Yeah, before he was kind of the... And military. then he became the yeah the military uh-huh. John Cena who we all know the do 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 yeah and uh, also when I was um, I was just like looking around at random shit whenever I found that out apparently John Cena had a villain arc for one yeah. for exactly one year I yeah John that. Cena was a, a heel so, for a minute weird. it was like, a really weird yeah, the, the, watching that now uh, the Rock was also a heel. And it's impossible to take him seriously as a heel looking back because the man was the tooth fairy. Wasn't he for his whole career? Uh, He's a a baby face now. Or he's a face now. Oh, okay. Which is the opposite of heel. Okay. It's short for baby face. Okay. Uh, He's a face now mostly because he was the fucking tooth fairy and no one's going to take him seriously (laughs) as a villain. Yeah, it's been too many Disney movies for that. But... Uh, Also, Randy Savage has an album. Oh, does he? I believe so, yeah. Macho Man oh. Savage, I think, has a rap album. Okay. Uh, which I am excited to cover one day for this. No, I want to cover the John Cena one, too, at some point. That would be interesting. Because I think he has a, other uh, wrestlers featuring on it. Oh, hell yeah. And then um, The Rock doesn't have any albums, but, I mean, we all know about that. Uh, it's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You didn't? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's yeah. Like, we say hungry. We, we devour. devour. Um, what's ours? Well, no, see, The Rock does have an album. It's called the Moana soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, he's only on one song. It's only one song? No, he's on a couple, I think. I thought he only did You're Welcome. No, I mean, that character's like a pretty big part of the movie. Surely he was at least in another song. I mean, he is a big part of the movie, but I think... I don't know. I've been a while since I've seen that movie. That's a good movie. He only comes in around, like, the halfway point, I think, of the movie, and then... <laughs> But maybe we're wrong. So yeah, whenever you go to his, because uh, I was curious, I was like, did, did the Rock release an album? Like I could see that being a thing. Uh, his only credits are the feature in that Tech Nine song, "You're Welcome" from Moana, and then apparently he was in a song with like, I want to say like Akon or something. It, it was something weird, like okay. some, like some very early two thousand like R and B and rappers. He, weird. Which I need to give it a listen. I don't. I yeah. forget exactly who it was, or maybe uh, it was uh, Nelly or some somebody. I would, I would, Nelly would make sense. Uh, yeah, Nelly did weird shit like that. Um, but either way, uh, I am excited to listen to every album by a wrestler I can find. Yeah, me too. Because we are from the perfect, we're the perfect age and from the perfect part of the country to be, <laughs> to, to enjoy wrestling. The yeah. perfect demographic. We enjoyed wrestling as kids. I still like watching wrestling. Yeah, I, I want to go back and watch some old ones um, like you're talking about, some old pay-per-views. But... That's, that I bought Peacock specifically so I could watch old pay-per-views. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, but, yeah, I remember uh, um, I remember being really into it and we went to... Um, we, we went and saw it at the uh, Thompson Bowling Arena. Yeah, and I fucking... I remember a lot about it. I was so obsessed with Jeff Hardy at that time, and it was, uh, I think, him and Matt Hardy fighting it. Yeah, that was when they were in that arc. Uh, I don't want to go off on a fucking wrestling tangent, because <laughs> I can talk about wrestling for hours. Oh, wait, I was completely wrong. I don't know why the... F- it's Wyclef Jean. He's features in a song with The Rock. Who's Wyclef Jean? I know that name. He um, he was in the Fugees. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. He, cool. he had a few other songs... Um, as a solo artist. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just randomly Weird. in a song with Wyclef Jean. And, good for good for Wyclef. And Melky Sel- Seldick? Good for know. Melky Sedic. Oh, they're an American hip, hip-hop group. Haitian-American hip-hop. Cool. Duo. Good for them. But, uh, alright, so... Oh, they're younger sisters of Wyclef Jean. But anyways... Okay, enough about... That's the point. Well, Would you uh, go on tangents, because wrestling is so interesting. <laughs> well, uh, on Rate Your Music, it has a 1.7 out of 10... If you want to want to get into ratings, ratings. So, I one point seven is very low. Yeah, I'm giving it a seven. Okay. I didn't write anything down I, for my rating. I was gonna do it on the spot. I always do on the spot. I just go off the top of my head. Yeah. I want to say I'd also give it like a six and a half, seven. Yeah, like it's I'm, not the best album. It's I not mean, a great it's, album. It's a fun album. Yeah, I mean it's objectively it's pretty shitty but i'm but at least it's enjoyable yeah like you know it's catchy it's absurd something that i've probably said on this podcast before i don't remember something that i say a lot like an album doesn't have to be good it just Mm -hmm. has to be fucking fun exactly it's like all media just if it's fun i don't care yeah like i would i would rather listen to this over father of all any fucking day because uh i mean there i would rather listen to this over some like good albums because they're just not fun like there are good albums that are not fun like um 
I don't I don't need to get into the naming good album art fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mount probably. Mount Erie. Do not listen to that Mount Erie album, uh, Crow Flight or whatever. That that album is very good, not fun. Is that that one where it's always on like the most depressing albums of all time? Yeah, okay, I will not I've get into the story of, of that. I've I've heard of it. It's definitely not something we'll cover on this podcast. Unless we're... <laughs> Yeah. It's because it's a really good album. Everyone knows it's a good album. Don't listen to it. But either way, you'd rather listen to Hulk Rules than that. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Just have fun with my family and friends. <laughs> I, I would much rather have fun with my family and friends. Oh yeah, I'd check um, out the pump. Do we give it a breath? If I this think album, so. if this album is drowning, yeah, I'm gonna give it a breath. Yeah, I would. I might kiss it a little more. Oh yeah, I would. I would make make out with fucking Hulk Rules. I'd have a baby with Hulk Rules. <laughs> I'd kiss his twenty inch pythons, brother, <laughs> and that new vein on his tricep. It, like it's unfortunately a good album, yeah. Especially I, if you like wrestling or used to like wrestling, or just think the idea of WWE is fun. I mean, if you just want to hear an absurd album, like just a off the wall, yeah, fucking mishmash of ten year old trends at the at the point that it was released. <laughs> and it like I would I would I would argue that's probably a lot better listening to it now where those trends are older because you're like it's harder to be like, oh these are outdated. You're like, oh maybe it's from its time. Yeah, it's like, Cause, like I, it being outdated is outdated. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean yeah, I would I would give it one last breath. Just I'd, listen to the album. Yeah. This is another Skip one. Skip track life. one whatever better the boat is in the last track, but listen to the rest of mm. it. Yeah, I mean I would uh I need to like I said, I need to do with uh, Attila. <laughs> Add this to my Spotify. <laughs> I yeah. will unironically put this yeah, on Yeah, I will playlist. listen to this unironically. <laughs> Especially like party playlists. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't wait to be at a party and I was like, and be like, hey man, can I put a song on? And just imagine how... I wanna be... <laughs> <laughs> just imagine how busting the party would get when, when that track drops. But, yeah. Okay. We, well, we, need a, we need a new remix. We need it on vinyl. And uh, what was the other thing? I don't remember. You need Comic Zone on CD. I need Comic Zone on CD. <laughs> yeah. Please get it to Those me. Those are three things we ask of you. <laughs> Alrighty. We'll see you next week with something different. Yep. See ya.